This is Bleed TV, the only podcast for today's best shows and movies. I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. But tonight is Westworld. This is season two, episode four, titled The Riddle of the Sphinx. Um, cash money, what does that mean? Honestly, I could not tell you. <laughs> we, we dove through Reddit and everything that we could, and it's a riddle. I mean, it was the perfect title. Uh, I looked at a few people, and everybody told me that they didn't talk about the, the riddle itself. They just talked about what the answer is, and the answer was... Man, well, what, what they assume the answer is, yeah, is I mean, man. That's, that's what everybody says, you know, that I've read is that the answer is man. So, I mean, does anyone know a whole lot about sphinxes? Not unless it was in Harry Potter. I uh, missed that section in world history. Oh, uh, yeah. My, my world history and geography teacher must have just zoomed right he over it. Probably got off. Yeah. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably not the best. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, I guess you can, sim- I guess it shows some symbolism to if the, an- if, if the answer is truly man. I'm guessing that is very much to the heart of what the episode kind of reveals and shows you by the end of it. Well, I mean, the only thing I could think of with it being man, now with what you're bringing it up, is I read an interesting theory about, you know, we've had him say, oh, you've got to go back to go forward and everything. There is a theory that Man in Black, Ed Harris, has to kill William to be able to go forward. Not really sure how we're going to get through all of that. Um, but since, I mean, I mean you said the answer could LSD, be man and everything. Maybe, um, yeah. Well, I mean, it could be through just creating a clone and everything and somehow killing yourself. I don't know. I think uh, when we get to that part, we can kind of cross that bridge. I know we put a, a feelers out there, and that's the primary theory. Yeah. People want to know this that are so on. But, um, but what, answer, what did you think of the episode overall? Let's go that route. Phenomenal. Like, I mean, I don't. They still have yet to put out a bad episode. I mean, maybe I just can't remember all the episodes, but I think this is my favorite episode they've ever made. I'm with Jake. Uh, to me, just the absolute holy crap through majority of this episode was just so dynamic. Um, I just. I, I It was what? An hour? Was it over an hour? It was a little over an hour. It was just. Felt like a whole movie, and it was just nonstop amazing. We got some cool reveals, some cool characters back, some other, you know some of the some of the acting. I mean, Delos. I mean that guy, dude. Wow, I, him and wow. Abernathy can pull off the glitches like nobody else on the yeah. show. Um, and then of course Ed Wood. I mean Ed Harris. Ed Wood. Doesn't mean Ed Harris. Just, I mean home run. I mean just. I mean just saying, man. This this episode. Which is crazy, like, there was zero Dolores in it, and zero a lot of other things, but, man, it was just so good. They pushed Shogun World off an entire another episode, and I didn't care. Yeah, I mean, we saw, we didn't get any of Dolores or Teddy, and no Maeve, or any of that kind of stuff. None of the main players. And it didn't matter. It was just that damn good. Uh, I just, I was really impressed. Like, I'm with Jake. To me, could be the best episode of Westworld. And shout out to whoever the soundtrack guy is. But he's absolutely crushing it. Oh man, every episode. Yeah, like he played Runaways by Kanye in the first episode. Yeah, this episode he starts with the Stones, and I was like, "Can we just keep this going yeah. on for like another <laughs> two or three minutes?" Yes, it, it was crazy. All right, did y'all in the very beginning of the episode? Yeah, like you said, the music playing, the vinyl, um, you know, coolest vinyl player I've ever yeah, seen in my life. Yeah, no by doubt. the way, um, all this stuff. All right, for some reason this stuck out, and I was telling my wife, I was. 
Okay. The second we saw Delos, I was like, oh yeah, he's not real. And she's like, what? I was like, you didn't see that? And people were like, so I was on social media and talking about it. And they're like, what are you talking about? I said, he was smoking. And when he went to exhale, nothing came out. But he showed him exhale. Yeah. So no smoke were released. I said, oh, yeah, he's a, he, he's a, he's a robot. You know, he's, a, he's, a, he's a host. And she's like, what? And we, I rewound it three times for my wife. And she's like, holy crap. And sure enough, you know, later on in the episode, we find it out. And she, I was like, it's coolest little detail that probably most people missed over. It was just like so significant to me. I was like, why does he not, you know. Um, but it was also pointed out to me. I did not catch this. A work friend pointed this out to me. That in the opening credits, you know, where the, the woman's holding a baby. Mm-hmm. If you look above her, there's a round fixture kind of thing. It's the round fixture that's in his domicile. Huh. <clears throat> in the middle of his house. Huh. Did not see that. I didn't either. He just pointed it out to me. And I was like, pretty sweet. I mean, that's like just a little tiny Easter egg they put in there. Kind of to show you what, possibly what the mother and the child represents. Right. You know, which is what we always thought was possible creating an AI. Yeah. You know. And this episode went to show us that we might be way off on that uh, idea as well. I don't know if we're way maybe. off. I would just say maybe it's just a little bit different direction of the final final output, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> it's a deal, it shows him it shows him jerking off in the back in, the, in his <laughs> bed, you know, and you know, the exercise riding bike, bike yeah. riding bike, brushing teeth, jerking uh, it. You know, smoking, smoking, cigarette. trying to make coffee, but he shakes and spills like every time. Right. Yes. Um, and one time he like spills a lot. Yeah. Like, the very I mean, first he, time he does a lot. Yeah, yeah. And he's just looking at it, which I didn't know if he was looking at it because he's like, why am I spilling it? Or it was just he couldn't control it anymore. Well, we've kind of seen this before where a bartender yeah. you know, would spill. Uh, when well, he's got the shaky down, hand and everything. You know what I mean? Um, and then later on, obviously, we yeah. see even more of this type of thing, but. Um, we've seen it before where it's just like a glitch. Oh yeah. Cause there's the same bartender in season one. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we had this, that bartender back in, I think it was episode two, something like that. Yeah. But I mean, we'll talk about that whenever right. that scene arrives. So we, you, you know, not necessarily young William. I don't know if y'all noticed, but they gave Jimmy some gray highlights and he had an extra couple of wrinkles. Yeah. So, you know, so to me, you know, this is very post- subtle makeup, right? This but is post Dolores for him. We we always know if it's post Dolores because he has neck beard. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. scruff. He's scruffy. So that's <clears> when you know he's depressed. Okay. <clears throat> or when he's going dark. Yeah. But you're right. He has a little bit of you know gray in there or like that. But we also know this is seven years later. Correct. Um, he's becoming more of the man in black. Yeah. Yes, very much so. Um, and they go through a conversation have that bottle of drink. Um, and great lines, you know, like if you're gonna cheat the devil, you gotta have an offering, and and then you get that unraveling um, where, <laughs> you know, he's like, I I didn't recover, did I? You know, I didn't make it, you know, and and it was just like it was that moment of holy crap, you know. This, but but remember though, it made me think they they succeeded when he starts asking about his wife. Yeah, and his daughter, and his grandchild, and you see it. He's tearing up. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's feeling it. But you know, later on, obviously, he starts glitching out and stuff like that. But it's like they man, they really like played with you a little bit. They did. They make you think they succeeded at first. Yes. They really do. Oh, uh, and when they 
you know, he makes that comment of that I sunk all that money into that you know, disease research to try to save me. I didn't recover. You know, they, they throw some little details. No, out. no. He defunded the research company that would have been the one that saved his life. Okay, so I heard that backwards? Yeah, you heard it backwards. He killed the company that would have eventually saved him, more than likely. He was like the ultimate irony. That's why he said my uh, sense of humor is in, intact. Right. So, yeah, it's just coming back to bite him in his ass. He's a bad man. Right. Um, when William Handums, hands the, the letter to him, did y'all know immediately what immediately. it was? Immediately, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, my wife's like, what did he ask? And I was like, I was like, that's, it's got to that, be the script. Yeah, that's the script for what he, he's predicting that they're trying to make him say and have this conversation over. No, not over even you. a script. This is just a repeat. This well, is just yeah. recording. It's a, it's a predictor to me. Like, No, it wasn't a predictor. That's what I'm saying. Remember they said it's for um, fidelity, which means this is what he said last time. Does he say indeed. the same thing again? Okay, so it's not what they're predicting him to say. It's what he, supp- or it's what he said last time. It's what they're wanting him right. to say again and everything. Right. So that's when they start unveiling like, well, first time we did it, you lasted 35 minutes or something like that and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we're, well, up, we're up to seven days now. Well, no, I think yeah. he got all the way up to like 34 days or something by the end of it. Uh, and, <laughs> the first one we saw, I think it was at seven days. Yeah, the first one it was And then they came back and when they did the... One much later in the episode, it was in the 149th version. It was 35 days. Yeah, is what it was up to. I think it was seven years, and I think it was three and a half days. The first time he talks to him, maybe I'm wrong. But I know it was seven years later. Yeah, so, right. But yeah, it was. I remember thinking he said it, this one lasted seven days before you had your cognitive plateau, is what they called it. When, you know, that was when he was much older, William Men in Black. When he, you know, he's pissed off and kind of tells him what it is and that kind of stuff. And to me, like when that, when the older William talked to the new tech out there and he's like, why did you do that? He was stable. Like he did it on purpose to create the unstable moment. Did y'all catch that? Yeah. Well, every time they have to test him to see if his, you know, if he can come up with things on the fly. Mm -hmm. And that's when he always falters when they try to throw some kind of. New you know, wild card at him. Right. Um, but, dude, all I want to almost focus on is the fact this guy just nails those glitches. Dude, when he stands up and he goes, Fork! <laughs> you're like, oh, man, that's not a word. You no. know what I mean? He's, like, really struggling, dude. Yeah. But he nails it. He does. This actor absolutely crushes these scenes. I, I mean... I hate to say it makes no sense with his accent or anything with anyone in the family, but I don't really care because it just plays so well. Oh, yeah. It's excellent. It, it, just let him do whatever he wants. I agree. And I really hope that we continue to see him on screen. In this and don't forget, the- a lot of guys, especially businessmen, yeah. you know, maybe they were born in Ireland or Scotland, wherever he's from, and then you come and you marry an American. True. You know what I'm saying? And then like, your kids are raised here and everything. Your kids are raised so- here. So they don't have the accent. You're no. still overseas. Yeah, that's and stuff. very possible. Um, <clears throat> of course, when I know we've jumped to the, the older William version, but he also older William kind of unveils to him that no one's coming for you. No one's coming to save you. Logan died years ago of an overdose. Um, you know, your wife died. You know, was a stroke. stroke. Your you daughter. Know, died. Your daughter committed suicide. Um, but he didn't tell him why his daughter committed suicide. Right? He just said that she did. She just said she did. I think the the reason for her suicide is going to come out later. Yeah. Because 
<clears throat> there is a scene in this episode where you see, well, you know, William have these flashes of him They're running up the stairs. They're him together yes. with Delos. So, you know, Delos is working towards, you know, answering the call, the door, and he's flipping through those sequences where he's running up the stairs. You see the hand come out of the... The tub, mm-hmm. which I'm, looks like she slit her wrist, not that she took some pills. Correct, like that. That's the other thing. And I, I think the flashes were actually when Man in Black was debating on saving the woman that had the glass of nitro. Wasn't that the one? That he no, had the, no, no, no. That's his wife in a bathtub. Correct. What I'm saying, I think, didn't he have those flashes right after when he was having a drink with the the Confederate lieutenant? With Lawrence or the maybe so I think you might be right actually I think he was I think when he was contemplating his lot you know things he was making having to make a moral decision you mm-hmm. know by not acting and not doing something like that he lost his wife because Lawrence brings up didn't yeah. you have a wife and daughter correct yeah uh, so I think when that's when he decides to tell him you know hey you know you didn't realize death is standing right next to you you know yeah. right in front of you but anyway we'll get to that in a minute but um. So when they get done with Delos, of course. Now this became the social media buzz that kind of blew me away. Is is that why in the F did they incinerate everything in the room? I don't know. They shut him down. Yeah. Pull him out and burn him. Yeah. I, it looked amazing, so I was okay with it. I didn't understand it, but I was like, "This it is the awesome. coolest." But my God, they got to replace this room every time. All right. The only thing I'm mad about that some people on Reddit and some people on social media found, but I couldn't find any answers, was is that they made a point to show you the book that he was reading. It was a blue-covered hard book that had a you know a white little fine letter design on it. It was on the on the bed opened mm-hmm. face down when he was talking to William. It was on the table closed in front of them. When old William came back, it was on the table but in a different location. They made a point to keep putting that book in Some, a yeah. line sight of a lot of shots when they de- when dealt with Delos. I noticed it once, but I didn't realize they kept putting the book back into different locations. Um, but I never got any answer on if there was any significance to the book. You I know, I don't know. I mean, I've seen a picture of it, but it's not good enough picture for you to look at it and go, I, I know exactly what that is, yeah. you know, or to even reference it, you know. Um, I mean, I kind of just want to say maybe we're trying to look too deep into just a book. But the thing is, too, the directors and writers know everybody's hunting theories yes. oh man so they're putting red herrings out there and they're big trolls like i mean the writers and the directors they love trolling fans that was what's so crazy about this episode is they blew everybody away with giving you all these answers yeah and in episode four most people are like what the hell are we gonna watch for the next six episodes they gave up so much info I mean, they could have drug out each one of these storylines for a couple episodes. Oh, very easily. But, I mean, by giving us answers, there's still one or two questions that are now asked. I and mean, it's just like... My thing is, it gave you this perfect episode mm-hmm. of this group. Now, next episode, give us a perfect episode of the other group. You know what I mean? You're just salivating yeah. the whole time. Uh, oh. I think asking for a perfect episode of the other group as well is asking a little too much, but we'll see. Uh, you, I agree. The actors aren't as strong on that group as they are in this one, but... Well, I mean, they can be, but like I just don't see us getting that many answers two weeks in a row as well. No. I, I think doubt to, it. I think tomorrow's going to be more about... Tomorrow, tomorrow. Like, the you next sleep episode. it all the way through. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean that's the best way to wait on the show. Just sleep uh, all the way through. I think the next episode is going to be more about showing you the wider, broad canvas of what Westworld and the parks are. Yeah, and I think that's going to be pretty sweet. Um, the next scene that comes up is you see the old man in black and Lawrence, and they're coming up to Asian railroad workers, and they're building a railroad in the wrong direction. 
and they're building it west instead of north. And then they're using bodies yeah. as cross guests. Using the guest as cross ties. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it should work out for like what, yes. one train ride, if that? Oh, it'd be awful. Yeah. Good derailing. This will give you. <sighs> I, yeah. I wouldn't mind being but like the 40th person on that. They were showing them packing dirt around them. So they give you a little bit more. Oh, okay. <laughs> It'll be a little, little bumpy right there. Yeah. A little more but stability. What a horrific way to go. Oh, yeah. You yeah. Held the, down and have a spike go through you? Yeah. Just a railroad Jesus. spike just run through you. Yeah, um, bad crucifixion until the train comes to end it. I like how Man in Black just doesn't care. Didn't say a word. No, he knew. Oh, he yeah. He his ass drug right off that horse and put into that track, too. It's like the guy looked at him. He's like, eh, yeah, you better. <laughs> Are you good? Or he's like, you know what? Do you I don't know any of those people. that's a clue? No, I don't think that's a clue. I think it was more <laughs> just showing you like, hey, shut your mouth. Yeah. Because they could find out you're a guest, too. You know, but then the fact that he says, the tracks are supposed to be heading north, not west. That's obviously something. Right. <laughs> yeah. The- Do we think that they're trying <clears throat> to lead us somewhere by heading west? Well, I'm sure. Yeah, I, <laughs> because I mean, I, like, you gotta say these are all. It's assuming like, Ford is manipulating all of this. Still, so I, I can only assume. Well, he we know that he can just hop into whoever he likes. True. I you mean, he's saying? hopped in what every episode, or his last episode he didn't. Well, this La- fourth he, episode, we know yeah. he's been in at least three. No, he wasn't as in it last episode. He, he was. was at, he was himself as a young version. Young he child. was in the girl in this one, and then he was the guy from Breaking Bad. And when, two. Yeah, suicide. So that's so, three. Three yeah, episodes he was, this season. No, and, and then there was if, another one, too. No, I don't think he was in one last, because we didn't have the man in black last episode. We didn't have Ed Harris, I don't think. Oh, man, I swear there was one more, but maybe you're right. Three out of four ain't bad. No. <laughs> <laughs> nice little paycheck for old Anthony Hopkins yes. still. All right, so Clementine is still dragging Bernard, and drags him all the way to this cave. To which and leaves the the rifle. He goes inside and ding ding ding. Elsie is alive. She's got protein bars, ketchup packets, everything else on the ground. Who thought there was a bear or something inside this cave? The first noise, like when he leaves, she leaves the rifle. Yeah, I'm like, uh, and then it makes some noise in the cave, and I'm like, oh shit! I thought we were gonna get a cool animal sequence. That he just, I, I didn't. You know. To me, like the whole reason Clementine leaves him there with her weapon, I was just kind of like. To me, she's doing her own thing. That's not a part of what Dolores would say or do. So, to me, I was like, I was very intrigued. Ford, you think Ford would send Bernard over here? Yes. Yeah. Like, why is Clementine dragging him over here to this spot? Well, because he needed to get the fluid and everything. And this was the easiest way to do it. I mean, does Ford know that Bernard put yes. you know, her over here? Yeah. Because, I, I mean, Bernard well, didn't him, do it. Bernard, he was under uh, his orders... To do so. You know, yeah, get rid I of agree. <clears throat> but they made it look like he killed her. It did. Yeah. But he it just showed, he, he just, Elsie would have stalled or perhaps messed up the plan, but he didn't want to kill her. And so just knocking her out long enough for the plan to be put into action was all that <clears throat> Ford cared about. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. I mean, I was happy to see Elsie. Yeah. I love her wit and her attitude and <clears throat> spunk on the situation. I mean, I was happy until it blew out the entire Ghost Nation theory because now I have yeah. no idea what Elsie's purpose <laughs> well, yeah, is. Yeah, that's the whole thing. This episode was so great because we talked about, what, seven different theories the last time we spoke, which was awesome with Kelly Choi, by the way. Um, 
And all those theories pretty much got answered. Yeah. You know, in, in some roundabout way. In this For episode. better or worse, they were answered. And now <laughs> yeah. it's like, uh. But it was nice to know we were pretty close on a majority of them or on point. Um, but anyway, so Elsie's alive. There's some distrust. Finally, Bernard get ready to leave. And he's like, wait a minute. So this is when he starts having these flashes or memories. these are his visual memories of himself. Um, this is what Dolores was always fighting. Yes. Or dealing with. Right. Um, so he sees himself going back into the cave and he's like, okay, there's something more to this cave. We're right here at a facility. And he goes inside and, and just starts searching. Dude, how cool. Who, who's the artisan that made this rock just swivel up and turn into a door? Was it not it's so impressive? It is. It's great. And it swivels up and it's like some super high tech door handle. Yeah. I'm like, good grief. It's like, just yeah, the we, prop makers on this crap. We, we could have gone simple, just, you know, pull a lever or something, but no. Like Jake said, super yeah. futuristic, like yeah. pull out, like up and turn. And then the door. I love whenever there's like that secret like door that pushes like up the a little bit. first. Yep. Yep. And I'm just like, oh. Because the crack shows and then it goes opens. Mm-hmm. All right. So when the door opened, did y'all notice when they got inside and the door closed, they had the number 12 on the outside of the door? Yes. Okay. Are that- Sector, she, right? But she said we're in sector 22, but the door said we were in 12. But the door is not signifying what sector they're in, but the door said 12. Could be she lab said, 12. or Right. I think the number is significant. Again, I look at every little detail yeah. like, what the hell could this mean? You know? Agreed. Um, I like, just don't, but this seems like no one knows about this lab. So I think it has something to do with four that we just can't possibly know yet. Well, here's the thing about this. I sat there and I thought about this lab. I think the reason they made it so significant is, all right, we got the whole young William and Delos and the whole nine yards, right? Mm-hmm. This lab, we go through all these things to find out this is the lab right outside where Delos's containment area is, you know, his, where he's living, right? All right. <clears throat> In my thought, this is something Ford would never know. This is something they're doing on the side. This is something Bernard would not be a part of. Or anything else. So for them to show a memory of him going in there and being a part of this or so on, are we used to say that, does that mean that Bernard and Ford are a part of this process? Have to be. Where they were there, they were a part of trying to create Delos? Or was William on his own being secretive? I'm a firm believer of anything happening in any of the worlds, like any of these parks... Ford knows about. See, to me, him having memories of this place of an, an earlier time. Yeah. And he's like, he knows the drones and the workers there know Bernard. Well, well I mean, these are the same them. workers. Yeah, like, that, well, he's uh, like, hey, you know, he asked Bernard for help. Don't do this. And they still kill him when you see those flashes and stuff like that. So to me, Bernard is a part of this process. He knows what that ball is. He knows what those things are making. He knows all of this. So to me, that means Ford knows exactly what's going on in that lab and that they're creating versions of Delos and the whole nine yards. So that, to me, he is a part of this. I'm right there with you. Um, you Yeah, because remember who's going against Man in Black? It's Ford. Yeah. So if Ford knew what was going on in this and figured out what they were trying to do, I mean, he could do whatever he always does, which is just, yeah, I'll help you, you know, whatever the case may be. But in the background, he's pulling strings. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, maybe these are the reason that, that Delos, Delos never fully exactly. know, comes out is because Ford's always keeping him. Well, that's at my bay. thought is because like if you couldn't advance it past one point, 
That's telling me Ford's messing it up. But possibly, Ford. Possibly. Well. Yeah. But it was cool because we didn't talk about it. But when he tells him, he goes, your conscience is rejecting. Like you. a bad liver or something. You know, but it's like it's rejecting the idea of being immortal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like you're in your your you is like, no, this comes to an this. end. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't keep going. It's almost like your own conscience is rejecting the even the ability to do it. That's kind of what he told him. You know, they can't explain it because there's no words for it. But well, it's the first it's the first run of it. And like he said, when you die, you're meant to die. That's what a creature yeah. is, you know? Some <clears throat> some men aren't meant to live forever. And he includes himself in yeah, that, he too. Yeah, you because you're a philanderer, jerk, who had terrible chills and all this stuff like that. And he goes, and, you know, people like me as well. So, But, I mean, to me, <clears throat> it was just Ford is knows about it, is stalling it, but he has worked past it. And has found a way to do it for himself. Right. Now, now remember, Ford has been here since day one, right? Yes. Yeah, doing it's this. Him and Arnold's tech. Doing right. everything. So, if William had to hire them, you know what I mean, to do this stuff, like, they would be aware of what they're trying to do. You know, I, I don't necessarily know if they means they, they knew they were collecting data on all guests. Mm-hmm. But I think he would know that they were trying to recreate Delos. Well, yeah, I, mean, I think William knew that they were trying to recreate Delos because William's obviously a part. No, of it. William knows. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about Ford. Oh, I mean, Bernard. I, yeah, or Arnold at the time. Well, I don't think it was Arnold at the time because I think Arnold died before. No, I'm talking about when they first start this whole deal. Yeah, because remember, he's dying at the at the party. Yes. Okay, and this is very soon afterwards. He has died. And they're trying to recreate him. Well, Arnold's already dead by that point. Well, I'm just saying it's in the seven-year span. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, what they knew and what they were helping with at the beginning, they don't really make clear. True. Yeah. But I mean, I think Ford's help helping him using that in quotation marks the entire way through the entire Delos project. Probably I just, so. I just think he's also stalling it. <clears throat> But I could be wrong in that part of it. Don't know. Yeah, like we were, well, we just haven't been given that information. If, if you want to get into what it is, <clears throat> before we actually walk in there and they see the old lab, and we see Dilo still alive in there with his face all cut up, they have these flashes, and then you have some key spots where Bernard tells Elsie, I'm not really here, or you're not really here, or different things. And I had this like sixth sense moment of, yeah. wait a minute, where's the red doorknobs and everything else, you know? <laughs> Um, this is the part like I needed to watch three or four times and I'm trying to figure out what are they trying to confuse the viewer with? What are they trying to show us that they're not trying to show us? You know, because to me, they always had Elsie in the picture unless you saw a second Bernard Mm -hmm. in the picture, if that makes sense. I still think they were all past memories. Even with Elsie or just... The, The last one where he says... You're not here with me, are you? You know, you see her kind of go off doing yeah. her own thing. She went he, off to the door. And his focus changes to, to that looking little at, ball. Well, looking at the printer. Yeah. That prints what looks like it's inside the little red brain casings. But we now know that that little printer shouldn't be here. No. And like, and that's what Elsie was talking about. She's like, why would that be here? 
Because this is the ones that they're putting inside Delos. Yep, that's this that is the little one. ball making the memory and everything. Right. Well, I guess not memory, but... Well, no, the, the conscience. There we you go. Know, the uploadable new brain. Mm-hmm. Which... What they're trying to accomplish. Bernard grabs and puts in his pocket. But that's the biggest new theory now. Who's, whose brain is in that ball? Well, and when does he grab it? Well, it's, he grabs it at the time that they kill all the workers. And when they walked in with Elsie, the workers were already dead. So, yeah, it's a past. <clears throat> it's a past event. How long ago? They, do, they yeah. don't really give you any clues on that. Well, I mean, like I'm still even tepidacious to say, like, then, just because they threw, like, eight different timelines in, in there with us, and they don't... They can say he grabbed that during any timeline. Okay, but the thing is, all these deaths are recent. Yes. The guy that's inside with Delos, we saw he was the tech... That William talks to at yeah. the end. Which, great job of them bringing in a new person right. for that. But he's not decaying no. or looking terrible. And neither are the scientists that Bernard kills. All these deaths are recent. Correct. They have to be by the... They're not fresh looking. They're not rotting. So, what I'm assuming is, this was the last task that Ford set Bernard to before Dolores blows Ford's head off at the party. Okay. That's why I'm assuming that this... Is Ford's upload? You know what I'm saying. All right, so let's let's follow that timeline like you're talking about. So Ford gets killed. Mm-hmm. All right, we are thinking. Last time we saw this, Bernard <clears throat> had been was in a barn. Hale and them escape. He comes. He gets back. They she takes him down to a secret layer. He doesn't remember what it is. He puts fluid in his head to you know survive. Um, realizes they're gathering data on the guest. Right, does all that stuff. And then they sort of like, we got to go find Peter Abernathy. They go and find him. He sings, causes a problem. He gets captured. Hale disappears. And then... But Bernard gets to see the massive file. He does. But we go overnight. So we have an overnight scene. And Bernard did not take the file. We we were completely dead wrong on that. (laughs) Um, And so, so it's the next day. And so these people had to die literally to not look like they're rotting or bloating or anything like that. I think Jake's right. I think they have to be literally have died right before, you know, all the crap hits the fan. That's what I'm saying. This is like the last hurrah, Ford's last, you know, thing pushing Bernard. Because Bernard even says in this episode, please trust me, this is the first time I've actually been free. I'm we don't even know if that's the case, yeah. but but he says it. You Correct. Know? And so, so that gives us a max of, what, three to five days? To me, three days. I mean, I don't know what the temperature is down I, there. I feel like since since the party yeah. with the host turn, it's been like three days. Yeah. Because, I mean, I mean we know what, because of episode one, it was 11 days. Like when Bernard's meeting back up with Floki or whatever his name is. Right. I got that thing, so it can't be past that. Right, and you got to remember, the group that Teddy doesn't kill yeah. is now being met with the Man in Black later in this episode. So it's like, what are the days on that timeline? You Correct. know what I'm saying? They could be close. Yeah, yeah it could be two or three days behind that. Yeah. Don't yeah. know yet. And like now that we have Bernard on eight different timelines, like just in this thing, I'm just using eight as a random example again. They, they've thrown a monkey wrench kind of in everything oh, yeah. and trying to, to figure it out. There is no doubt there. All right, so we're here. All right, so who is the second printed person 
because they, you know, Elsie and them to say, you know, there's two printed individuals. Number 149, Delos is one of them. Who is the second mystery person? So, you know, we put the, we put the whole you know, poll out there. And a, the majority, vast majority thinks that, you know, that Hopkins is going to make a surprise reprisal of himself that he has created himself. And that, you know, the consciousness has been mastered and he's doing it for himself. That's the that's the the most popular theory. But there are a lot of people who have strong arguments for uh, the original Arnold. Um, there's some arguments for Arnold's child, Charlie. There's a arguments for Maeve. There's also one for Dolores. Um, and then there are some people are just doing some random stuff. I mean, the... Most obvious guess, which is scary to say, is just Ford, isn't it? It is. Well, I can say, like, I don't believe it's Dolores at all because Dolores was never a human. Mm-hmm. So I don't see the point of creating a human consciousness to put in Dolores' body. Unless some people are like, well, he was, she is the favorite. So if you wanted to make her real, like truly real, you would put somebody into her. her. Okay. Remind me when Arnold dies. Okay. Actual Arnold. Early years of the park before... It was like 35 years ago. Yeah. Because he dies before the park opens. Yeah, he almost didn't fully yeah. open because he commit. you know... Because he, he wanted to be... He wanted to prevent it by dying. Right. But his last hurrah was to put a virus, Wyatt. What? Correct? The, the reverse. No, no, no. Was, uh, he his. put Wyatt into her personality... So, because Wyatt's storyline has the capability of killing someone where Dolores did not. And so by putting Wyatt into her, it gave her the capability of becoming a murderer and mm-hmm. shooting people. Because I, Wyatt was the fictional story of the guy who came into town who was a former soldier or leader of soldiers and killed everybody in the town. And right. so like when he went there and put that into her, that would allow her to kill him. But if I can guess where you're going, I do like Bernard as the best That's theory a, for it I being. I think Arnold yeah, is okay. the other body. Just thinking about that was like, man, you know what? Arnold would be pretty badass to be the one to play the long game on Ford. Absolutely. You know, because Ford obviously loved Arnold and stuff like that. Remember, yeah. even talking to him with Dolores and the, at the city thing, he's like, you know, this stuff used to, you know, be flattering to me or whatever. I can't remember what he said, but... Um, but now that you're playing favorites and everything, it's wearing a little thin. Like, right. I mean, because Arnold fell in love with the hosts. Yes. You know what I mean? He was like, they can be real. You know, Almost they, like children. Right. They're, they're just as you know, welcome to life as we are. Mm-hmm. That's what he's kind of saying. So it's like, man, <clears throat> wouldn't surprise me if he was like, you know, it was, he's figured it out. You know what I mean? Or something. You know what I mean? And now that's the ball that Bernard collects. Yeah, because you were talking about it, Zach, what, two episodes ago or last episode where there was Bernard and Hale looking at three or four different copies of Bernard? That's a preview. There's a preview picture that shows three or four different versions of Bernard, and two of them have, like, damage where, like, he's been killed, and two other are in plastic. And, you know, and she's wearing the same outfit she has on now, which looks like, you know, a cattleman's Mm -hmm. outfit, you know, and everything else. So that has been shown as a preview down the road. So, I mean, that could possibly be his printed bodies from this machine. Could be. But also we know 
Ford was printing Bernard. True. You know, so I mean, saying? it could simply be that, but it could also just be Arnold, like you said, of doing well, this in secret. I, sometimes, you know, the most obvious can be, you know, sometimes like simplest answer can be true. Was that uh, somebody's law or something? Occam's razor. Yeah, yeah. Occam's razor. Um, and to me, I'm going. Here's the deal. Think about season one. What was the big reveal at the end of season one? Bernard is a host of Arnold. Yeah, remember yeah. that was that was it. I don't see season two of Arnold is still alive, Bernard. I just don't see that. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I got an idea. All right. William's quest was to bring back Delos. What if at the same exact time, Ford's trying to bring back Arnold? And he's working against him. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're both... William doesn't know he's trying to make Arnold again. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even though William knows who Bernard is a copy of. I don't think William does know. Well, Bernard looks like Arnold. Yeah, but I don't think William ever met Arnold. Maybe not. I don't know. But I'm just saying, what if Bernard is Ford's attempt at Delos? You know what I'm saying? Like, they're both trying to do it. If if Ford finds out what they're trying to do with Delos, would he then try to do it himself as Arnold. I mean, I think that's a real possibility. It's a possibility. Um, if we remember season one, Arnold's passion was trying to make it where you create something and make it human. Give it a consciousness. Season two, we've transferred a consciousness to a person, these hosts, and so they're half robot, half human. But we're failing. But we're not seeing what the reason we're failing is because of who is doing. We don't know who's actually creating and doing the tech for it. You never get. They don't get you that answer. And so, to me, that's the thing. We don't know if Ford is involved with the creation of the tech or the code, or because, like Bernard said, this isn't a code I've never seen before. To me, that is a big clue that that's not something that that's Ford or Bernard's way of doing things. I think the other ball, I mean, to me, I, I go back to what would be a coolest reveal ever at the end of this is if Anthony Hopkins walks out and says, here, bitches, here I am. You know, you just thought you were ever in control. You know, right, I'm going to give you your theory. I think Ford was trying to create Arnold. I think that's what will come out at the end. That's why there's bodies of Bernard, you know, just because these are the failures, just like the terminations they were doing a Delos, Delos, um, that it could possibly come out that. Arnold is the, the one he's trying, attempting he's trying the fidelity to, of. So he's trying to bring his friend back. But do you think he could have gotten enough of his brain to do it? He only has to know him for so long. Remember? It's like... I mean, because I mean, I he's able to do this to Bernard because he can just kind of type that code in. But to grab someone's consciousness, I mean, Dallas was talking about they're running all those tests and everything. <laughs> And I'm not sure Ford would have ever been able to get those tests from Arnold. Unless he was always testing Arnold. That's a big one right there. Yeah, see, that's the whole deal. I think I'm with Cash. Like, I think Arnold was all passionate about wanting to make these things real and give them their own way of creating a consciousness like that. Not... I just don't see it. Unless he was testing himself to how to figure out how a consciousness could be transferred, but then realized Ford is actually collecting that data and thus making a way to make Arnold. 
you could see where doing his own homework on yourself could ultimately lead to, oh, by the way, I've got enough to make you now. Yeah, but then also that would come down to Arnold having to be like, hey, I trust you enough to give you this information or anything. Or maybe he just had it lock and key, and after he died, Ford found it. Here's another part of this. What does the intro of the show always show you? It shows a mother and child. Are we to cre- are we trying to create something in regards to that? You know, some people have the argument that Maeve, you know, that you know that we're trying to create something with that. To me, Maeve is not on the radar for this. I think her whole storyline is truly go find a child and to go down that road. Um, you know, I just See, Maeve is confusing me now because of her power. She was upgraded, mm-hmm. right? Full bars. Yeah, she's the ultimate. <clears throat> to everything. To the yes. point where she could control people and stuff. But now I feel like, like, where does her power stop? And, like, is it inconsistent now? It is. Well, I mean, we don't know if it's inconsistent now just because Ghost Nation's still kind of throwing a wrench in everything. But they also say Ghost Nation's an older model older server this other so on where maybe that doesn't connect the problem that that's a very convenient one though like, and i mean we we haven't beaten them for it because they kind of laid it out before it happened but i don't know we, we just went way off the deep end but yeah. i'm excited but, to see what shogun does for mave next episode because i mean i think that's when we'll be able to tell how powerful mave is and everything and if she's still confusing us we'll see well, speaking of Ghost Nation, one of the next things that pops up is it shows the Ghost Nation uh, bring. All right, well, so I guess this is—is is this really Emily now? You know, not Grace because she at the end of the show she reveals that she's the Man in Black's daughter, which according to everything else is a girl named Emily. Um, she's tied up, and they come, and then the Ghost Nation has all these humans. Including guests. Stubbs? Ashley. How how dare you use his last name and give him something cool? (laughs) Yes, Stubbs. Security detail. Um, All sitting Where did he come from in this? Well, Well, we knew he was captured. Yeah. He was captured in season one. I know, but he's also in the Floki timeline. But that's that's in the future. That's in the future. Remember, that's 11 days in the future. Okay. You're right. So, like, this is still us climbing. Because I still think that this season is just 11 days. Like, I mean, it's going to end right there. Keep climbing towards that. Yeah. Right. And so, of course, he tells her, you know, hey, they're not killing people. I'm She's, not testing that theory. I'm uh, with her. Like, I'm not waiting to see if these guys yeah. are going <laughs> to. Yeah. Like, eh, you know. Um, and, you know, like I said, they eventually take him over to this edge. Uh, it looks like a watery edge, you know. Uh, and line them all up. And I'm thinking, yep. Yeah. They're toast. And, of course, she's able to get away. I thought her getting away was a little too easy. A little? I mean, these are people who are scouring all over Westworld and everything. But it was... They weren't going to chase her. Right. That's the only thing I could say is... Initially, I was like, wait, that's a little too easy. But then when they did the whole thing at the end of, you know... uh, What was the... It was the Coco speech, you know, what the Indian told her. Um, You only live as long as the people who remember you. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, which is like a classic line from the animated movie Coco, you know. Uh, it's just, any Day of the Dead type yeah, deal. Day of yeah. the Dead. Um, but I mean, like, if I see that, I'm just taking off after her once I realize they're not chasing anybody. Well, they put a knife to his throat before he could move. And yeah. then, he, then he whispers in his ear. So, I mean, so, he obviously makes the right decision because we see him alive later in the show. So, I've had a lot of people questioning whether or not this is somebody in this makeup. 
that we've already seen before. Well, I recognize the actor. Because it, it looks like a white guy in Native American makeup. His features. Okay. Um, and a lot of people asking me at work today are like, do we know this guy? Like, have we seen him before in the series? I don't remember anybody, but... I don't remember him anything. He doesn't strike any resemblance to anybody I've seen on the show to me. Yeah, but I just got asked a couple times. I'll be surprised if it's truly something. If there's a big reveal like, oh, it ends up being Arnold or whoever. No, I mean, I know it's not going to be Arnold, but just like, I I don't see it being anybody we know. So who's controlling Ghost Nation? Ford. But why is he saving guests? Why would anyone save guests? That's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't make... It's kind of confusing. One thing I did like was, did y'all see that we had the two party guests from season one? Oh, yeah. We're yeah. in there. He's like, oh, you and your fantasy. Now you're going to get us effing killed. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a good yeah. little callback, man. I really enjoyed that. But, yeah, I mean, there really is no obvious answer to control. There is because no. it, it wouldn't be Delos because they would just use Ghost Nation to find Peter. I mean, I have no yeah, idea. Well, it's to not, me, their old their storyline, if you're an Indian nation, is is that you go and capture humans, but you can't harm them. So to me, they're still doing their but everyone's storyline. Everyone's broke free of that. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, look I, at the yeah. look at the um, the Chinese railroad. But you have to understand that too is that the Confederates are still searching go for glory. The Chinese people are still building railroads. You know, their direction In a might be different a little direction, and they're mm. murdering people now. Yeah, yeah. no, like, and they're murdering guests. They're off their code, in my opinion, still. Right. Well, there's no explanation for Ghost Nation. This guy's accent totally changes when he whispers in his ears. Almost like Arnold does every time he's playing a character. And if they are hunting to protect him, then they're still going to go after Emily. They're not just going to let her escape. Who knows? Who knows, man? And so, yeah, if anyone has any guests or wants to take (laughs) stabs at who's controlling (laughs) Ghost Nation or just what the F they're doing, please let us know. That Ford would want to bring her near William. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like use them to bring her close to where she's supposed to meet up with him. So ultimately, do you think that Ford wants William to figure out the maze? I don't know. I think he wants them to get to the end. You know what I'm saying? It's a yes, game, man. It's a but, game. <laughs> man, like this is just so confusing. Like, trying to figure out what, like, is there a way to win the maze, do we think? Well, for William, to win it is to bring the whole place down. Bring the whole thing down. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Speaking of Men in Black, William, the next scene, it shows them show up at Lawrence's hometown. Nobody's around. The place is dead as a hammer. They take a seat at the table out in the middle of the street. Bartender what? shows up. And this was just like back in season one, episode two. Correct. And instead of William playing his character, the uh, Confederado guy is playing the man in black from back in season one. one. And now uh, William's just kind of part of the execution party or supposed to be. (laughs) I guess. Well, they go into the church. You see him having this conversation. Um, and he's talking, and he's like, I've seen the light, I've been resurrected, da-da. and we have the picture of Jesus on the wall. <laughs> Which like, a lot of Jesus references. Like, I mean, this is like yeah, the 10th one this season. Resurrection, mm-hmm. you know, um, things like oh, that. Oh, man. We didn't even talk about Delos's, you know, when they go inside, you know, no. and she's cutting his face up and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. 
he, but he says, he was like, there's only one God. And the devil is just the reflection of God looking down. And you see it and stuff like that. I was like, woohoo, that's wicked. That's yeah, nice. I totally forgot about that spot, yeah, man. Dude, that was wicked. He, that's some know, event horizon some creepy shit, shit right there, too, because when he oh. was on the bike, just randomly in there, yeah. I was like, uh, dude's dead over in the corner. <laughs> it was <laughs> like, what? Anyway, yeah. Um, so, of course, Lieutenant, you know, he's this, and he's like, oh, you want, anybody want to be a representative, make a deal? This guy gets up. Poor bastard. And I've seen him in so many movies as an extra stunt double and everything. Just greases him. I thought he stood a chance of staying alive too. I was like, he's gonna make, he's gonna cut a good deal. (laughs) Didn't even get the chance to make it. I'm not interested in making a deal. I was like, (laughs) and he says that, and then Men in Black's like, I make a deal. I'm like, "Um, you see the last guy who tried to make a deal, you know? Well, that's why Lawrence is like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so of course he's like, you know, hey, you want your guns? Well, they're in an unmarked grave out back. Blah blah blah. And he goes, well, you don't negotiate real well. You ain't really figured this out. And he goes, well, you, you think you know what you want, but yeah. you really don't know what you want. You don't know where you're going either. Yeah. You know. And I'm going <laughs> to tell you how to get there. Your men think you do, but you don't really know. Um. <laughs> Dude, this turns into one of the best scenes they have ever, ever done. Man. I mean, we get the bartender coming back out. Awful. Poor, oh, the, the bad God. poor hand. And I was like, man, we're showing this again for a reason. And yeah. Nitro he, arm. He, you need arm. a steadier hand. Mm-hmm. I am tense the entire, as soon as he starts pouring this nitro. So do you think he was going to shoot it or do you think he was going to drop it on accident? I thought he was going to drop it. I thought he was going to drop it too. 100% I thought he was dropping this bad boy. And then but, when he makes that turn, I was like, we did it. Now he's just going to make him hold it. Nah. No. Just blast it. Blow his armor off his body. This is like predator shit right here. Thing of beauty. One of the best explosions I've ever seen and then just... Clean off. There goes the arm, or I guess half the arm. Right, but this is the first time we get to see William, like, have feelings for something terrible yeah. happened to a host. Well, and it's weird because, like I said, back in season one, he kills this bartender, <laughs> like greased him, and greased all of Lawrence's cousins. No right. remorse. And now that he's, a, I guess, a victim in this situation, he's kind of changing his past. You know, to go forward, you got to go backward. And so maybe this is part of it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. But this this whole sequence of him sitting at the table with the Confederado guy, mm-hmm. which I know this actor. He's been in a bunch of stuff. But he starts talking about, you know, you think you're favored by death and all this stuff. Death is always true. You know, it's always final. Da, da, da. And so, you know, you didn't recognize him. Death is sitting across from you. Yeah. You know. It gets him with a bottle yeah. in the throat. And, uh, yeah, I was so happy that's not how the guy died, though. Yes. I was like, oh, yeah, no way. Okay, and a lot of these hosts weren't dying by headshots. And they've already been resurrected. So they their kill switch should be off. So did anyone that have or a problem? It's just, that or it's just a reset, turning back on. And then if he gets shot and killed again, he gets shot and killed again. Okay, so like maybe the reset made. I it thought t- about that too. Okay, you know, like it's not like you get turned on immortal. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, you remember when Dolores killed all these guys? Yeah, they had to go wake them back up. Well, you know what I, I'm at that point, I just assumed Dolores just kept them up to be like, "Don't die at your kill shot." You know, like you're immortal, like you don't feel it anymore. Like well, Dolores, like, she keeps just pushing through it. 
How often have they shown Dolores actually being able to wake anybody up? You know what I'm saying? Never without the thing. So, you know, she gets the guy to wake them all up. You know what I mean? So, I think that's the key. I think Zach's right. You will go down, but you can be easily awakened. Okay. Right. Unless, like you said, you've been shot in the head and your CPU's toast or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that guy that walks out of the shadow in the doorway... Yeah, he's not coming out. <laughs> that unit is down. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I love the human shield. You know, he takes oh. one like in the shoulder. Yep. Um, like top of the shoulder, but he gets the rest of them nasty. Um, all right. William gets shot, and it looks to be a graze across the neck. Is that what y'all got? That's what I was talking about. You got like neck shoulder region. Right. Um, some people were like, that's proof that he's a host. And I was like, oh, I didn't get that. No, not how we've seen him react to getting hurt. No. Well, I mean, if you remember season one, uh, last episode, it looks like he takes his arm off with one of the, the shot to his arm. And then in season two, you know, it's kind of a just a you know nice little bullet hole. It's not near as catastrophe as what it made it look like in season one. Yeah. Catastrophic. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's okay. I'll get your... Um, right. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> all right. So he ends up shooting all these confederados. And the uh, lieutenant's getting away. He takes the bottle of nitro, makes him drink a bunch of it, um, walks out, lets Lawrence do the, the coup de gras shot. Yes. And it is awesome. <laughs> 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 An explosion in the rain. It was just so cool, man. This poor bastard, man. He got, what, two episodes? Uh, I, think, I think it's just two. Because, you know, the stuff with Dolores happens really fast. You know, maybe it was three episodes. I think yeah. he was in two, three, four. I mean, he probably had some episodes back in season one, too. So, I mean, he, he got his fill. He was in the city thing, too. Yeah, that's right. He was in season one. He was in episode yeah. one. So, I mean, um, just boom. You know, it's just nasty. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just the explosions alone from the hand exploding off and this guy exploding like it was in the rain. Which is beyond awesome. I really hope we just get more nitro in this show. Yeah, I mean, they, they've used it to perfection. And They're I think, introducing it quite a bit. Yeah. And we still have a crap ton of it. Yeah. So hopefully, Agreed. you know, fingers crossed, we get more of it. When it's daylight afterwards, uh, you know, Lawrence is like, you know, some, you know, my cousins, some other gringos are going to help you. They'll believe in whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he walks over and his daughter suddenly turns on the Ford voice. Or, you know, talking like Ford, you know, one good deed doesn't I remember cure. all of your past and everything. Like you said, one good deed doesn't expel. But she also hit him with these things back in season one. The daughter was the voice of reason when he was trying to leave back then, too. Yep. And so I think his daughter's kind of got a little bit bigger of a role to play than just this. Just because she has been so emphatic with everything. Maybe. Or maybe these are just like certain characters that Ford is. Stuck himself in. I mean, that's very possible because uh, Man in Black has already always had an infinity for Lawrence and everything. So his family yeah. using them. Sees him constantly. Yeah. Well, like I said, the little girl says, makes the comment of, you know, to move forward, you need to be looking, you know, going backwards or something of that nature. Or he says, if you're moving forward, you're going the wrong way. Yeah. He says you're looking in the wrong direction. To move forward, you need to look back or whatever. Um, and he makes the comment, well, I'm playing this game to the bone, you know? Um, and she looks like she gets a little mad. Yeah, she does a little bit. Um, 
And then just takes off, you know, mm-hmm. back as the daughter character. Correct. And the only person to be hijacked by Ford and still live. Because the <laughs> other two were... Greased. Yep. Some people say this is showing you that his his cognitive mind is still alive for this to be happening. Because there's, there's no way to predict that the man in black is going from here, there, yonder to accomplish his goals. So that you would have to have some way of actively see and making decisions. I mean, I still personally believe that Ford is still alive, but for people to think that Ford isn't that much of a master in mind are also kind of foolish in my opinion, because I think he would still be able to very much dictate where uh, William is able to go, regardless if he's alive or not. True. Yeah. I don't know. That is like I said, not enough information yet. Yeah. But I'm still sticking with uh, Ford still alive in some shape, way, or form. Whether it's just his mind's been uploaded somewhere in the system, or he created a copy of himself. To me, that is the greatest reveal that the granddaddy puppet master is still being puppet master. That would be the coolest reveal. But what you understand is we all, you know, yes, there's one other person copy, but Ford also had his own office with his own printer too. Yeah. So in his own house, right? And so, but and this is one you found in Westworld. There could be another lab in Shogun World and Raj World or whatever, you know. So, th- we you could think this is the theory, and the big question at the end of the season is this. And the reality of it is, in two episodes, they can answer the question, and there's a new huge theory, and you're just like, holy crap, you know? Because season one was is that you didn't realize it from episode one to episode ten. The, the reveal was is that who's Arnold. And then when you figure it out, you're like, holy moakley. You know, this time they're trying to make it where you don't really know what the actual overall question is and what no. the big reveal is going to be. Someone so, check payroll. Now, that'll tell us if Anthony Hopkins is still alive. <laughs> yeah, <or not>. really. <laughs> yeah. Check plane flights. Let's get uh, to the bottom of this. So, and of course, the last scene is Emily shows up on horse and, hey, dad, you know, and there you go. That way right. not draw this bad boy out. Just yeah. right. is Emily a host? Ooh. I'm okay. going to say no. All right. Well, let, let me just. Oh, yeah. Spit this. Let's something hear I was it. thinking about today. You see how old she is. All yes. right. So we know in seven years, we saw her as a child mm-hmm. at the party, remember? We did. So seven years from then. And Arnold was still alive at the time. Right. But also, Delos is being worked on. Yes. And he tells them, you know, your daughter's fine. Granddaughter smart as a whip. And then we have thirty six years, thirty five years, thirty five. So this is probably like thirty six, thirty seven. Okay, so we don't know the gap between that one and then when old, you know, Ed Harris shows up to talk to him. But it's a pretty good sized gap, wouldn't you say? Yeah, correct. Thirty years, you think, right? Correct. That puts Emily at forty. I would say at least. 45 and up. She don't look no. over 45 look, years old. We got the timeline wrong somewhere. How you figure? Tell no. me where I'm wrong. I'm just... Because, I mean, she's got to be, I'm, what, five at the youngest? When we see her at the party, she looks like she's six or seven, maybe. Correct. All right. But that's... The park is already open... Arnold is already doing his thing. If the park is open, Arnold's dead. Correct. That's what I'm saying. Like, the reason the park, you know, they're looking for an investor 
and they're showing off the goods and Westworld is the first part of it. And the West, and so the park, it's very possible the park is Arnold's about to die, you know, and this girl is five or six years old. So that could make her that she's 35, 36 years old, which is plausible. Well, no, or, because she's or, six or seven in that stage. Or the timeline of the situation is, is that the reason they're looking at all this and they're looking for investors is because Arnold's died and they need money to be able to move forward. Yeah. To make this continue to work. So it could be post-death. And so if she's six or seven, and this is after Arnold's die, you can only, that means maybe that's 25 years later or 27 years later, whatever, which makes it more into the realm of appropriate age for what she looks like. No, what I'm saying is, we see her at the party. Yes. We all assume Delos, who's coughing at the party, dies He's sick. very yeah. soon. Correct. This, right? But we don't know if Arnold's died. Screw well, Arnold. If the park is open, Arnold's dead. <laughs> Screw Arnold altogether. I'm not talking about Arnold. I'm talking about her. Yes. She's six or seven at the party, right? Seven years go by at the minimum when Delos is inside his little domicile and they're working to try to bring him back. 100%. Right? They say seven years. Yeah. Okay. Now she's 14, 15. True. Right? <clears throat> he comes and sees him one more time before he's old Ed Harris. Correct. I mean, from that version of William they show us, how old do you think the gap is between that version and Ed Harris? 20 years. Oh, man. 20? That's like 30. That's rough aging right there. That's the thing. How do you going to make Jimmy look like Ed Harris? I know. I'm I mean, Ed Harris, Ed Harris looks like he stood outside and been hit, <laughs> and been hit with a leather whip in his face for 20 years. And with the, you know, with, I mean, I he mean, looks like beef jerky. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's you no way beef around jerky it. with blue eyes. I'm just saying, there's something weird about the fact that she shoots a guy she only wants one to be with guests. You know what I'm saying? In the first episode, true. She looks really young. Based on the timelines they've given us. True. But if she's a host, Ghost Nation wouldn't capture her. I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah. I mean, I, but that, that's my biggest like thing for her not being a host. Yeah. To, now, I'm not saying that's correct or anything because we don't know anything really about Ghost Nation. But wouldn't it also be the biggest FU from Ford to have cloned his daughter? You know what I'm saying? So you're saying maybe not even your Arnold theory is right, but the more we're thinking about it, maybe the second host is Emily? I'm not sure it's Emily either. Okay. I'm just saying it is something I've heard floated around. Is Emily human or a host? I'm going to go with human. I'm going human. Just because just like, seeing her leave Raj World and everything. Yeah, well, they tried to kill her in Raj World, and then also Ghost Nation saved her. You know, like there's enough evidence to say that she's human. She, she's 100% fearful for her life. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, so, uh, all right, here's to go to keep talking about her. But I mean, like, she's supposed to be very jaded and hate her dad. And so just to greet him so casually, like, hey, dad. Yeah. Well, think about things she said and done. I don't want to leave this park. Mm-hmm. She also is fluent in the Indian language or the Native American language when they're talking. Did yes. y'all notice that? She says that she's been coming here for so long. She's been involved in all these parks, I think, since yeah. William and him. She's probably know. on the development team in some shape, way, or form, yeah. in all honesty. Or she just is here all the time because Dad's here all yeah, the time. Yeah, daycare, just like, oh, I'll just drop you off in Raj World this week. I'll drop yeah, you off I mean, in Westworld this month. Like, 
God, such a terrible life. She gets free run. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you can see why she would get jaded of the place. Know everything like William does. Yeah. Like, William's like, I know what you're about to do. Yeah, I want to change the game. I want the stakes to be real. Real stakes. Um, But I don't think she necessarily wants real stakes. I think she does. I think she does, too. Which is why she shoots a guy before she has sex with him. <laughs> that, that's a good reason to shoot. She's like, she doesn't want the sure thing, which is a host. Yeah. Which is what she talks about. But I, I think it's still something that has to be, I mean, I don't want to say daddy issues or something, but it has to be something to no, understand sure William. Early on, he talks about how she blames him for the suicide of his mother. Yeah. Of her mother. Okay. So I'm going through the theories here like that. What about people? One thing they didn't mention is, is what if, all right, it is said that Bernard steals that little ball out of that, out of that lab, right? Mm-hmm. And this is supposed to represent the consciousness of another person. Possibly. And then kills everyone else in the lab, correct? Yes. Is it a possibility that that is a consciousness for James Delos? For who? Delos. Oh, well, I it's she possible. Said Jane Delos, and I was I'm sorry. The, I meant the Delos, but the is it possible that's just the next version of his consciousness? I mean, yeah, but where's the fun in that? I mean, it's possible, or just a study. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, they figured this out. Let yeah. me look at it. But I mean, we think that Bernard took it right before the very end, like right before Ford shot. So, I don't. Yeah, I, that's the thing, though. That's what Ford would do. Is like send him to get my all my work and everything to make sure it doesn't actually get to Delos's hands. Right. Or hey, go get the the one thing they covet the most, mm-hmm. which is that damn ball. But okay, so if that's what the orb is of Delos and everything, what's all the information in Peter? I don't know. See, the Peter information is supposed to be all the information on the guest that yeah. they've collected. But I, I don't think, think it's that anymore. I don't know. You know. It's called the passenger, you know, or the key passenger or whatever it is. Yeah. I, I mean. I don't know. We don't yeah. know who Hale's working for. <laughs> we don't know who well, Emily's we're, working we're for. We're supposed to assume that she's working for Delos. You're supposed to assume? Yeah. Well, everything she touches and gives you computer screen like, has those symbols, or the Delos symbol and... And everything else. And of course, she's the Delos on the board symbol and is like the infinity symbol. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean. And she's working to get Abernathy out. Like I said, I don't trust any of them. No. You know. Well, here's the thing, too. Is this is episode four. We have six more. <laughs> we have like, six more. I mean, this story could shift dramatically by the next three episodes from now. We're going to be chuckling. You know, listen to these idiots as they yeah. try to decipher through if everything. If you listen to us three episodes ago, we're sorry. You know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the whole deal is that you just, you just don't know, man. It's just, there's nothing enough definitive. Everything is a guest. Yep. You know, but I still go back to what would be the coolest reveal? I mean, some people are like, what if it's a consciousness of William's wife and that would destroy him at the end? That is the picture of his past by looking back at what he's done in his past. That is the ultimate destroyal and betrayal of himself. And so if he could create a copy of his wife. You know, I don't think he loved suicide. Her. I don't think he loved her nearly enough to create a copy of her. Well, considering she fell, he fell in love with a robot. Yeah, you know. Um, so, I mean, unless it was in the end, who do you think is who versus who? Like, I feel like in the end, it's Ford versus William. 
Yeah. Who's Dolores against? I just think Dolores don't even play it? the part. I don't know. I feel like everybody has their antagonist, antagonist yeah. protagonist. You know what I'm saying? Like we could see what William and Ford are. Dolores and Teddy could be it. Realistically, Maybe. I mean, like Teddy's going down where he's going, but she's going down where. And the reality of it is, is they're following the storylines in their own unique way. I think it'll be they're Dolores gonna... and Hale against each other because of what she's doing to Abernathy, her dad. Oh, okay. Then it's Bernard, and I feel like Bernard Arnold, whatever we want to do, is kind of out there on his on his own. You know what I'm saying? That's why I think more about my theory about the fact that that ball might be Arnold's final conscious or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just don't see why that lab would have Arnold's consciousness. That's the whole thing. Like, if they were these workers were in there working on things to try to create James Dilo, James Dilo, whatever his name was, and so on, why would Arnold's consciousness be in a ball in the room? No, it shows Bernard going there and him printed himself. He prints the ball. So we don't know what he uploaded to print. This is true. You know what I'm saying? He just shows him print it and then he puts it in his pocket. That's it. And then he kills everybody. Which was we didn't talk enough about. Super badass. These drones dispatching everybody and then dispatching them. Shoving home dude which gets I didn't really impaled. Yeah. I didn't really believe them like uh, snapping their own necks. Uh, I don't know why. Like, it just didn't look real. And then I was like, why would them snapping their neck kill them? But I'm with like, you. It looked amazing. Yeah, I don't care. It just looked cool. Yeah, I mean, Rule of Cool kind of overrode it by the time it was over. But I was like, huh? Uh, whatever. It, it looked amazing. <laughs> and when she was shooting them. Yeah. You know, and Bernard was like, don't it's, raise your gun. They won't hurt threaten you. them, they're fine. Elsie's like, fuck that. And yeah. Blast away. But when she started shooting them, I didn't think it would kill them. No. I didn't think so either. And they uh, just bled. Like, normal blood. And I was like, well, that's weird. They're basically just hosts without skins on. Which yeah. I really think all hosts should just look like this because these guys look phenomenal. So we need badass. them more. Like, <laughs> we we need more of these things in the show. Yeah. They were, it was pretty epic. There's no doubt. But I think that's pretty much all of the episode, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It is. I mean, we let out some odd and in details, but that's the meat and potatoes of the whole situation. And, of course, the preview, you know, next. Don't talk. Yeah. It's basically just Shogun World, you know. Oh, and did y'all see the, uh, like, the info for Shogun for the next episode? All in Japanese. <laughs> that, 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 that's, that's the descriptor for the show. Well, that just, you know what? That just tickles those people who think they know it, you know, can find out anything. We'll go translate it, and they're yeah. like they're the smartest people in the world that they figured that stuff out, and blah blah blah. And it's probably something very generic. Uh, it probably just like Shogun World Rocks or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Really, like, yeah. Well, you well, wasted played. your time yeah. looking this up. <laughs> <laughs> and the Google Translate probably got it wrong anyway because it never translates oh, it correctly. And... <laughs> but yeah, anyway. that's pretty much a wrap of the show, guys. Um, you know, like I said, appreciate y'all uh, interacting with us on the polls. We had a lot of good uh, feedback on that. There was several good people that had really cool theories and reason why. Um, I think we hit you know majority of those things, and I think that uh, it just the episode was dynamic, and uh, I'm really concerned they're gonna be able to top it. You know, um, but and they, they usually watch do. it next week, and it'll be like, oh, it yeah. topped it. Yeah, yeah, we're okay, exactly. guys. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it, and I hope you guys are too. Um, you know, always y'all can catch us on. 
Facebook and Twitter and everything else. And guys, if you if you haven't done it, you know, if you see a post from us, make sure you hit a like. The more likes yeah. that are hit on those things, the more it becomes more prevalent on people's timelines. Feel free to give it a share. A share. And then also, if you haven't done it yet and enjoy the pod, with you guys, you know, if you've got a second to go give us a review on Stitcher or especially iTunes, you know, being the largest provider that you could give us a positive review on it. It does. It just takes a few clicks and it, it really helps us out. So other than that, I think we're going to call it a night. This is bleed TV and I'm Zach. I'm Jake and I'm cash. We'll see y'all next week.